Hello, I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. Hi, I'm Shell Shearer, author of Urban Fantasy and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. Hey, Emma, what have you been reading lately? I have been reading this amazing contemporary fantasy novel called Negative Zero by Ireland Gill. It's the first book in the Soldier of Light Chronicles. And I think there are three books in the series. Yeah, the third book actually came out this year. Where did you you hear about this book from? So that's actually kind of a funny story. Um, I found the book because I was on a webinar about writing better book blurbs. And the author posted hers, her book blurb, and I immediately knew it was something I had to look up. And then I ordered it while I was still in the webinar. <laughs> and, yeah. So it was a it was not the way that marketing a book usually goes. Like I don't think she meant to sell anything at that point, but it, it did work for me. Well, I don't know. Webinars are a great way to spread word about your book and who you are. I mean True. It just it wasn't her webinar. It was just <laughs> she was just one of the people who was attending and they were doing like this uh you know, oh, how can we make your book blurb better? And so people were posting their blurbs and then she posted hers and I was kind of reading people's as we went. She posted hers and I was like, oh man, I have to read this. So I actually have, I have her book in front of me. So let me, let me tell you what the blurb said and you can see maybe why I was so excited about it. Definitely. If you thought death was the end, you'd be dead wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? Right? Are you already? Right. That's a good one. Life was barely manageable after my mom was murdered three years ago. I wasn't sure what my purpose was anymore. But then, on my 21st birthday, I drank a little too much and fell from the roof of my nine-story apartment building. Okay. (laughs) I died. Then I undied. And I'm not going to read anymore because I'm going to let people discover. No, no, because then it starts giving things away and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to try to do a completely spoiler-free book review. (laughs) But now I must know. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're going to have to read the book. It was so hooky. You know, it was just one of those descriptions that I didn't have to know anything else. I didn't have to know anything about the author or what else she'd written or what her deal was. I just like, I absolutely needed to find this book. No, in those few sentences, she gave you a great tone. Mm -hmm. It sucks you in. You, you know, the people that are going to want to read it. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, you wouldn't read that and think, okay, it's a romance. Nope. No, this is, this is fantasy, sci-fi, something. This is. (laughs) Yeah. And is there a little bit of romance? Yeah, I think there, there is, you know, there's some, definitely some hints that some romantic things might be happening, but clearly that's not what this book is, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know anymore because you won't tell me. Okay. Well, let me, let me tell you why I love this book. Yes, please. So I love this book because it's different and Mm -hmm. I don't say that lightly. Because I feel like in the contemporary fantasy world, right, there's a very clear Mm -hmm. trope that comes up a lot, which is the chosen one trope. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. And the chosen one trope can be done well, and it can be done not so well. Mm -hmm. So this is the chosen one trope done, I feel, very well. Hmm. Because there, there are a few reasons for this. One is that the chosen one is reluctant, right? And I like a reluctant chosen one. I do, too. There's got to be something that she's fighting against or he's fighting against as to why she doesn't want to do it. Right. And our main character here, Avika, 
I think is how you say it, E-V-I-K-A, Avika. We're going to go with that. She okay. she doesn't want to do this, really. She like kind of gets the, the point of why maybe she's been brought back, and she sees that it's important, but there's like a lot of drawbacks to the situation, and she's not really excited about it. So I like that. Now, did she find that out after she becomes undead? Yeah, she dies, she undies, and then it's like, surprise, you're the chosen one. By the way, this is probably going to suck a little bit. and it really it feels like that it's like that's how it felt um and she responded kind of the way you'd expect people to respond which is like okay but do i have to yeah and i i love she planned on dying and now she's like great now i'm not dead and i've got a job yeah like it wasn't really this, this world was not the one she signed up for at all. Now, you said it was fantasy. Are we talking, like, urban fantasy, high fantasy? What Are we on Earth? Oh, oh yeah, we? we're definitely on Earth. This is contemporary uh, fantasy, which actually brings up another point of what I really liked about this book, which is that if you're reading a contemporary fantasy, any contemporary fantasy, right, urban fantasy, it's a young person in a city, quick, mm-hmm. what city do they live in? Uh, Chicago. Okay. Chicago, <laughs> New York. LA, right? Like it's one of those three cities every time. Why? I don't know. But like, especially New York, New York's like the big hot one. Everybody thinks, I don't know, like weird things happen in New York. Apparently this girl lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I love that. (laughs) It's, it's, It's fresh. It's new. She's not from New York. I love it. So the other thing about her is she's not a badass. Okay. Like, a lot of these books, I feel like, end up being kind of wish fulfillment books, you know, where the main character inexplicably knows Krav Maga, and oh yeah, right, she's like instantaneously when they become the chosen one, they are a master of all martial arts ever, right? <laughs> but they've never been in a dojo, or they've inexplicably spent their entire life training like intensely to be some sort of fighter, even though they had no reason to have done that. Yeah, and then they also feel no pain, like. I'm sorry, but if I worked out and did one of these fights, I would be on the couch for the next three days. These people are always like, that's all good. Right. They're always like, yeah, so I got slashed across the stomach, but it's fine. Then I ran 30 miles, and then I jumped on my motorcycle, and then I had crazy sex, and now I guess I should bandage this wound. Like, really? (laughs) Okay, I might be exaggerating a little, but but Avika is not like that, right? She's like a normal 21-year-old girl. Okay, so she's youngish. She's young. She's young. She's just turned 21 at the start of the book. Like it's okay. her 21st birthday that day. Um mm-hmm. and she's it's a it's a rough 21st birthday. Her mother is dead. Her birthday's always mm-hmm. been important to her and was always celebrated just her and her mom. You know, they were really close and this is a rough milestone birthday. And so okay. the story opens with this like really emotionally compelling just her dealing with this and she doesn't deal with it well she's she's drunk you know by herself in her apartment Mm -hmm. she has this her best friend is studying abroad and so it's like two in the morning and she's talking to him via video chat like she's not really okay even when the book starts so some of this is sounding really dark is there humor yes or is it just really dark it is dark there is humor And I think the thing that really brings it back from the brink in terms of like, it could be an incredibly dark, depressing book. Mm -hmm. I think what brings it back from the brink is the characters. Because in addition to all this stuff, she is deeply loved by the people around her. So her best friend adores her. 
Um, she has this next door neighbor who's probably my favorite character, um, Mrs. Makarov. She's Russian and she mm-hmm. treats Avika like one of her own grandchildren. So she'll like Aww. cook her meals and, you know, check in on her and get worried about her. And I think that those sorts of relationships really bring the book back from what could be something very dark. Okay, so she's got a good support structure. There's there's stuff in place for this girl. It's not like, you know, you're going to leave this being all depressed and horrible. No, right. no. I, I think you if you get to the end of this book, you will not be depressed. I, I was not... <laughs> I was not ending on, on sad. I was ending on, okay, yeah, but what happens next? I mean, the blurb made me feel like there was a bit of humor and, and hope in the book, so that's good to know. Yeah, and I mean, she's 21, so her mouth is funny. You know, she says some things that are just <laughs> <laughs> things I won't repeat on our podcast because I'd like to keep this PG-13, but there's at least one thing she says that is made me laugh out loud but is not family-friendly. <laughs> So did you download this book or buy it? I bought it. I, I ordered it from uh, bookshop.org, which gives all of their proceeds back. Well, not all of their, but it gives a chunk of their proceeds back to uh, local indie publishers. So oh, nice. I have mine connected through the Briar Patch in Bangor, which is my hometown bookstore. So now that you have the book and you read it, does the cover convey what the book gives you? Oh, a hundred percent. The cover is, if, if you want to go look up the cover, and we'll try to share it in the notes here, but the cover is a girl, um, standing and she's looking at this orb, which I won't tell you what that is, but it's important. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's nighttime. There's a moon behind her and there's a cityscape. So it's okay. very correct. It's very much, you look at that and it's immediately, oh, this is contemporary fantasy. See, I love that because now that you've read it, you know what the orb is, but the other person would not. I like it when I can go back and look at a cover and go, well, that's what that means. Rather than the person that did the cover probably hasn't read the book or they threw some cover art together or something. Oh, no. this look, this looks bespoke. This looks like somebody said, this is, this is what I want her to look like right down to there's a logo on her shirt. That oh. makes sense. So yeah, I, I think the cover is, is pretty well done. Um, and it definitely delivers on what it promises. Nice. And you think this is a, a trilogy so far? It is a trilogy. The new one um, was was scheduled to come out March of this year. So uh, I it looked like it did come out March of this year. Um, I'm not sure if that's really the end of the story. I didn't dig too deep into the author's mm-hmm. thinking, but there's at least three books. So if you like this one, there's more to read. So when you left the end of that book, were you like, gosh, let me go buy this next book? I... I, I wasn't, it wasn't one of those books where I was like immediately running to download it, but it's mm-hmm. definitely, I can, it's one of those that's like percolating in the back of my mind and I'm thinking, yeah, but, but what happened? So like, I feel like mm-hmm. even if I tried not to in the next few days, I'm probably going to order it. <laughs> You're like, I must find out. <laughs> yeah. But you are left with enough, like, should you just read this one book? You're left with enough of a conclusion. You're like, okay. I am satisfied with this book. Yeah, I definitely, it doesn't feel like one of those where they just cut it off in the middle just to push you to the next book. Um, okay. It feels like this stage of the story is sort of tied up, but there are still many, many things left unanswered. And there's, there's a lot left to explore here. A lot of the middle of the book almost feels like it's like backstory. It's set up. You know, it's stuff you're going to need to know that's going to be important, but you don't necessarily know which parts of it are important for the future. So she's left herself plenty of ways that she could take this series. Oh, I think so. 
And I hope, I really hope, I haven't read the next book, so I'm not in any way giving anything away, but I really hope that the best friend comes back because I felt like Mm -hmm. he was really important in the beginning and then sort of dropped off the map as the paranormal stuff started to happen. So I really hope we get more of him because I liked him and I loved their relationship. I am intrigued. It definitely sounds like a book I would try out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should totally read it. (laughs) All right. Well, that is book talk for the day. That's Indie Book Talk, yes. And that was Ireland Gill's Negative Zero, which is the first book in the Soldier of Light Chronicles. Please like, share, and subscribe. And join us next week when we talk to Martin Wilsey about audiobooks and his latest novel, Shadows of the Sentinel.